0: is out. The Age of Independence is here, where the next generation of high-performing agencies transform the agency landscape. I'm a mom, a businesswoman, and mega startup coach. This podcast is all about you, the agency owner, stepping into the new wave of opportunity, knocking out the competition in the modern market. This is the Age of Independence podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Agar. Welcome to the show. Hey, agents. It is great to have you back for another episode of the Age of Independence podcast. I'm Caitlin Agar, your host, and I'm here because I'm incredibly passionate about helping you spark your entrepreneurial spirit and hopefully help you grow your agency in a way you never thought possible. I hope this content has been super helpful to your agency. And if it has, it would mean so much to me if you would follow Age of Independence on the agency intelligence platform. You might also hit subscribe or follow us on YouTube and invite others to be a part of our community of agents who are growing in the independent world. If you are a fan of Age of Indy, you might notice that I took a couple weeks off during August to take a breather and rest and refresh, and I am back in the zone feeling great, and today we're going to get all caught up and back up to speed. I had a really full and fun summer. Um, I hope yours was awesome as well. I'm just Really grateful for the time I got to spend with my kiddos and my family, and thank you to those of you who reached out, those of you I got to see in person. I hope that you all had an amazing summer. I can hardly believe September is here, and I thought before we got started, it might be fun to make today's episode a little more personal and share with you what I've been up to. My days tend to be pretty full between work at Quantum, the podcast, getting quality time with our cute kiddos. And I'm super blessed, just couldn't be more grateful for how this summer has gone. So first, my summer um, started with a little almost family reunion at the lake. Um, Justin's brothers in the military, they had a move, so they weren't able to join us. But we had family members coming in from Colorado and California. And so for my kids, that meant that they got to play with their cousins at the lake and um, that's That means their days were full of super fun things like fishing and swimming and <laughs> digging holes with cousins and doing things that kiddos do and just being out in nature. And um, some of their cousins um, they've gotten really close with that were visiting us from Colorado. They left on a trip at the end of the summer and our kiddos were so sad. They miss Daniel and Jackson and Ellie so much <laughs> and all of their other cousins. So Uh, It was just really neat to see them get that time together. And then Justin and I tried something different this year. We decided to take each kid on a a kids weekend. So I took Karis on a special weekend and Justin took Callan on a special weekend. So this was a new idea. They're getting a little older. They're six and seven. And we just wanted to get some quality time with them and do something fun where we could be one-on-one, give them all of our attention. And so for Karis... We got to do this really neat um, weekend with her best friend and her best friend's mom and her sister. And we went to high tea. It was her first like time getting dressed up and going to an official like tea room here in Dallas. And so she felt so special. And then we took the kids to a water park. So she was living the life and had so much fun with her friend. And I'm just really grateful that it worked out because um, my oldest is super extroverted. She's a social butterfly. And so the fact that those dates lined up for two families that are both equally as busy was a miracle. <laughs> so I'm so glad that it worked out. And Justin and Callan had a boys weekend and man, did they love it. They d- had fun. They did cool Things and <laughs> Justin took Callan to this place called Fossil Ridge. And Fossil Ridge, I can't even believe this, but they have dinosaur fossils there, and not just dinosaur fossils, but real dinosaur tracks. So you can literally see these dinosaur tracks in the creek. And so oh my gosh, what more could a six-year-old boy want? <laughs> and so it was really neat. Um that both kids just had so much fun doing their favorite things. And I think it's something that we'd like to do again in the future. I would would like definitely love to try that again. So I know that it's hard to coordinate things like that, but just getting that one-on-one time was really, really fun. And um, we definitely got two like trips in this summer that I'm so glad we got to go on. One was a trip to North Carolina. I'm actually from North Carolina. And so our kids got to see three grandmas who they haven't seen since before COVID. So this was a big deal. And the grandmas, let me tell you, they were so excited. And that trip started off a little crazy. The day we got to the airport, our everything was perfect. Our kids are just great travelers. They're used to the airport. We were having fun eating sushi, getting chocolate, truffles, waiting for the plane. Everything was good until it wasn't (laughs) and so we did have um a gate change a terminal change a delay um we get on the plane we wait we find out the flight was canceled and we had to do like the flight reschedule come back the next day do it all again if you've ever had a flight canceled you know that the next day at the airport's a little crazy as well because it throws off everything for the flight schedules but the next day Even though we had some gate changes, we had some terminal changes, the flight took off. We got to North Carolina safely. And these kids were amazing. I was so proud of them. (laughs) So they were super flexible. Um... And it, I say all that to say it ended up being so worth it because they're so much bigger than when our family saw them last. And um, we got to have a lot of fun catching up with the grandmas, getting some quality time in. And um, I'm so glad that that worked out and then before the kids went back to school we wanted to get a little extra quality time with them so we went to colorado we're from texas so july and august in texas are really really hot so personally i just love being in colorado in july because it's hot enough to swim in the pool but it cools down at night so in the evenings or in the mornings you're gonna have a sweatshirt on you're gonna enjoy your coffee being outside but the kids can just play all day in the pool we went hiking and did adventure stuff. At the top of Vale Mountain, you can ride a roller coaster down the side of the mountain, and there's a kid's zip line, and our kids are tall enough for that stuff this year, so (laughs) that was an adventure and super, super fun, and now they're back to school, and um, for our kids, it was a big deal because we homeschooled during COVID, and um, Karis was so happy that she gets to see friends and um, their favorite part is hot lunch. <laughs> so every day when I pick them up from school and I ask them what their favorite part was so far, they're telling me it was hot lunch. For Karis, she'll tell me all about it. For Callen, I only hear about the dessert. And Callan is liking school, but he's not quite as gung-ho about it as Karis is. And in fact, he has recently announced that in terms of adult school, which is what he calls college, He says he won't be going to adult school when he grows up because he will be a scientist um, busy creating hybrid animals. So that's what it's like in his um, world. And I'm so excited that he wants to be a scientist one day because he just loves animals. And I think that'll be so fun. So... um, That's just to share a little bit with you guys about what's going on with us when I'm not at Quantum and when when I'm not working. And I hope that all of you got a chance to have a break as well. Um, Send me a text message and let me know what your favorite trip of the summer was or if you got to see some family members who you haven't seen since before COVID. And I hope you got to have some of those special moments as well and that everybody's staying healthy and feeling great. And um, in today's episode, just want to catch you up to speed on the podcast. And um, I'm definitely back in the zone, wanted to go over some of the really great content that launched over the summer for you on a variety of topics. And in, in case you've missed any of these while you were on vacation or knocking out some of those extra things, I want to give you the cliff notes and some spoilers so you can scroll back and catch any of the ones you might have missed. So. Um, If you're new to Age of Independence, I have a background as an agency owner in both the captive world and the independent world, and I started in a boutique local agency, and currently I'm now the director of education for a mega startup. It's called Quantum, and so I'm familiar with team building in agencies of all sizes, and you'll find that the content I bring you is really trying to focus on topics that will help you win in a high-volume environment. I believe that you can win the high-volume game without losing the heart and soul of your agency. And so this podcast is going to bring you topics that hit on leadership, sales coaching, how you can build processes, team building, and common themes that go straight into helping you grow and scale your agency. And as agency owners, these are all things we care about, that we like, that we spend our time on, but there's so many things competing for our attention that my hope is that this podcast is a refresher in your week where you get to spend a little bit of time thinking about these things that go on in the background that makes such a big difference in your team culture and how much you love coming to work and how you're developing your people. So, all right, let's check out the highlights from our six most recent episodes from this summer. We're going to go through them one by one. I'm going to give you the title of the episode, tell you a little bit about the guest, give you some highlights and some of my favorite parts of the episode so that you can spot any that you missed, scroll back and catch any that pique your interest. And, um, catch you up to speed on the best parts of each one. So first off, becoming Mr. Insurance. uh, This was a really neat episode to do. I interviewed Ryan Frank, and Ryan is a new agent who just came on board to Quantum. He's in the process of launching his Quantum agency, but catch this. He is Um, not just new to quantum, he's not just new to the independent world, he's new to insurance. And so he started a YouTube channel called Becoming Mr. Insurance, and he's documenting his journey to opening his first insurance agency. Um, Ryan has not been an insurance agent before. He's a pastor, he's a publisher, he's an entrepreneur, and he has successful businesses in several different industries. And so in this episode, Ryan shares which leadership principles and team building skills have helped him see success. And these are the skills that we believe are going to transfer over to the insurance world. And we believe he's going to see just as much success in insurance as he has seen in these other industries, whether it be the nonprofit world or the for-profit world. And so um, if you haven't, Um, connected with Ryan Frank yet, make sure you're following Ryan on LinkedIn. He's on Facebook. He has a wonderful family. They've done some pretty amazing things. And I think he's going to be one of the up and coming voices um, on topics like leadership and team building. A recent quote he posted on LinkedIn was, you don't become an influencer, you are an influencer right now. And so I follow his content. I learn a bunch from him. And he's just a super great person that really spends his, his life and his time and his energy and resources building other people up and helping other people become successful and i believe that's one of the reasons that he's been able to succeed in so many different ways of doing business and reaching people um, number two unburden your business and in this episode i interviewed an independent insurance agent named cassidy r Cassidy, I'm so happy that we met. We had connected on Facebook a while ago. I think Jason Cass had like said that we should, that I should reach out to her, that I should get to know her because we had some things in common and we just hadn't crossed paths yet. So this episode is our first conversation and that's, that's just how we do it in 2021, right? So um, we chatted about agency life, entrepreneurship, our projects, and how agents can invest in themselves. Um, we're both—we uh, both like have things we're doing in the education and content world. So we talked about how to understand your money and where to meet other like-minded entrepreneurs. So some highlights of this: Cassidy shared her experience working remotely with her team. She has several different teams and successful businesses. Um, A common topic that comes up in her work is learning and understanding money and residual income. She does a lot of work with her program called Agency by Design, and Cassidy started a Facebook group called Female Insurance Agency Owners, and man, she's doing such a great job bringing content that agency owners just need to hear the support, the encouragement, the practical advice help building processes, she understands sales coaching, she has high-performing sales teams, and it's just great content. So if you're a female insurance agency owner, check out that Facebook page right away. Um, It's just really good stuff. So that one's super fun.
1: to see your agency succeed. Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't you survive in the competitive insurance industry? Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions today. Get started today and learn more at mbsbrokerage.com. That's where you learn more. mbsbrokerage.com. Cash certified.
0: And then um, bringing you to the next one, number three. And this one, we shift from some of these topics about leadership and team building into um, the digital space. So this episode is called Creating Quality Relationships in the Digital Space. And in this episode, I interviewed Justin Marks. He's the co-founder and president of Quote Hound. And Justin discusses how digital leads can provide a consistent flow predictable opportunities, but your agency might not be ready just yet. Um, Find out what to have in place first so you can avoid those common pitfalls and maximize your investment. So this episode is less about selling you on using internet leads, and it's really more about how to maximize them if you're already using them. So um, Justin shares, The daily conversations he has about data analytics and algorithms, because tracking what's happening with your leads is so important to getting an ROI on them. And he talks about the consumer experience and the importance of lead management, what he hears from agents every day, so that we know what these common pitfalls are when it comes to leads and how to be ready for them. And a big part of that is how to create a successful sales process. So... Definitely check out that episode if you're interested in sales processes, sales coaching, how to maximize your leads. And there's just lots of great content in there about how not to put all of your eggs in one basket and what kind of preparation and follow-up makes a really big difference anytime you're trying a new lead campaign. A favorite quote of mine from this episode is, it's totally possible for your sales team to get on the phone and quote and close a new policy without even mentioning the name of your agency. Wow. It's so true. And this episode has a lot of great tips like that, great content, whether you use internet leads or not. So it's totally possible for your sales team to get on the phone and quote and close a new policy without even mentioning the name of your agency. And So just wanted to leave you with that little tidbit today because it's such a great reminder to all of us about how every conversation is a branding moment for our agencies. So check that one out, let me know what you think. And then here we go, number four. sales coaching powered by speech analytics and conversational intelligence. This is a topic I have been wanting to bring to the podcast for a long time, and it's kind of a fun format. This was a co-interview. I met with Ethan Barheight. He's the CEO of VoiceOps, and we interviewed each other in this episode to find out which sales behaviors are most difficult to drive inside an insurance agency and how coaching enablement can increase your results. So we spend so much time as agents prospecting and closing that sometimes continuous coaching can get lost in the mix. And this episode is all about putting yourself in a position where you're not just looking at the data, but you're actually getting into the calls and the conversational behaviors that drive results. And so we talk about how contextual analytics can break down whether or not the target behaviors are happening on a call. And so I've been excited to bring this topic to you guys because it's something that we can do to really maximize our effectiveness as a team when we're on the phone with clients. And it's something that I feel like makes such a big difference in the sales world and will become a bigger and bigger trend over the coming months and years. And so in this episode, um, there's a lot of good content. I think this one is maybe one of my favorite episodes so far on the Age of Independence, which is, you know, it's hard to pick a favorite. But I was able to share some experiences and talk about some things that I just haven't brought to the to the program yet. So I shared some of my experience about things that I've tried that did not work out well. And I shared a story you guys have never heard before, about a time I coached a pod of underperforming team members. And what happened? Um, We talked about the first thing you can do to increase your sales numbers. And then Ethan goes into this um, topic on speech analytics, what we mean by that, the technology of coaching. And he shares some of the programs he's experienced with speech analytics. Um, Towards the end of the podcast, he asked me which sales behaviors I would rank as like priorities to focus on as a team. And I think that a good way to highlight this episode is kind of the summary at the end. So at the end, Ethan asked me what my main takeaways were for the audience um, from the episode. And so the podcast team has inserted a little clip here from that ending summary where we spend three or four minutes just talking about the highlights of the episode. And we just break down just bottom line, what are some of the, the key takeaways to have top of mind? So check that out. Okay, so if we were to kind of boil down what we talked about today, guys, I think that if you if you don't have a sales process, work on building one. I have an episode. Of, uh, if you guys scroll back, there's one I have called "Are You a Coach or a Spectator?" on Age of Independence. And so, if you're an insurance agent, I break down for you like what are the first couple scripts that you could utilize. What could you be listening for on your calls? To figure out like how is your team branding your agency? And if you don't have a sales process, think about like, okay, what would need to happen for us to have really strong branding in this conversation? So we're to recap, we're thinking about what are the big rocks that we're gonna focus on? What are the big things we're gonna fill our bucket with first that are gonna make the biggest difference? And so branding is huge. Building a relationship with your clients. So are they creating peace of mind? Are they Um, doing a, a deep dive, really getting to know the person, really understanding their needs. And where do we have the biggest opportunities? In many industries, bundling is going to be one of your biggest opportunities, whether you work for Verizon or you work in insurance, you have a client on the phone right now. What is the biggest impact you can make in this person's life? how can you help them with as many problems as possible? And how can you put them in the strongest position possible by the end of your phone call so that they're in a better place than they were before they talked to your company today? Because if we're just doing the bare minimum status quo, just entry, just entering data into the system, did we really make someone's day better? Did we actually make a long lasting positive impact on that person's life? So we can listen for where the biggest opportunities. Did I do a total risk review of this person's car and home insurance? So that by the end of the call, I'm presenting a package solution for what makes the most sense for their family, but based on what they told me they care about. That's a big rock that I can focus on that is going to move the needle probably faster than anything else. And it's gonna make sure that At the end of the day, because we're focusing on branding, the client relationship, and where the biggest opportunities are to solve problems for them, now you've created that consultative approach within your agency, and anyone can start there. So I think to recap, one of the things is, is start, start on those big things that make a really big difference. And at the end of the day, the bottom line for me is don't just look at the numbers. You've got to listen to the calls. You've got to get inside of the call, not just look at the outcome. And that will point you in the right direction so that you can start figuring out how to coach those behaviors. It's a continuous process. It's not just a health assessment and now we're going to have a meeting on it and things are going to get better. It's something that we fight to improve every day at Quantum. And we're always looking to get better at this process because we know if we can win at this, it's going to make a long lasting impact on our clients, our agents, and on the the company as a whole. And then here we go. Number five, building an exponentially more powerful brand. So this episode was super fun because it was my first time interviewing Peter Von Archreich. He's the CEO of Archreich and he's an author. He wrote a book called The Power's 10 Factors for Building an Exponentially More Powerful Brand. And he's a podcast host. Um, It's an insurance podcast. It's called On Point. I'm betting that a lot of you already listen to Peter's podcast, but it was my first time connecting with him. And wow, I was really blown away by his expertise and just how he brings relationships into everything he's doing with brand and our brand messaging. So this episode is about, in Peter's words, your brand story is already within you. Learn how to tell human stories that build your company culture and brand. And sometimes that fundamental principle can just get lost in the noise. So I love what he said about your brand story is already within you. Learn how to tell human stories that build your company culture and brand. So Peter shares his background and how he applied that background in journalism to the insurance industry. And he explains why independent agency owners should invest in branding. And steps that you can take when establishing your brand, and he it really gives us some great starting points. One of my favorite parts of this episode is when Peter shares an example of a poor branding strategy that he's seen. So I asked him for stories of times that branding has gone wrong, and he didn't throw anybody under the bus, but he did give us a really great before and after example of core values that were on a website of a company that he worked with before they came to him. And then now what the company core values on the website sound like now that they have articulated what that brand is all about. Huge difference, super fun story. And it really just shows the power of messaging. So Peter leaves us with this awesome quote that I want to share with you. He says, I think you've got to have a really good story that everybody buys into enthusiastically and shares. Because if you don't and leave it to chance, people are gonna freelance and make up their own stuff. And as the company gets bigger and bigger, you start to see see the wheels coming off from a cultural standpoint and from ultimately a customer standpoint. And so this um, topic of what does internal branding mean for your team culture is just super intriguing to me, and I think you guys will love this episode. And that brings us to number six, and this one's called Authentic Selling, how to use the principles of sales in everyday life. Um, You guys know that I've been in sales since I was 18 years old. I just love sales and this strategy of trying to figure everything out. And so I enjoyed chatting with Jeff Karczyk. He's the strategic sales director at Cresta, and so we, we just had fun talking about the things we had in common and things that we've learned. Jeff wrote a book that is super fun. It's called Authentic Selling, How to Use the Principles of Sales in Everyday Life. And he took a really creative angle with this because he shares some stories and scenes from movies and tries to like, help us understand these principles by using things that we're familiar with. But Jeff explains how the timeless skills of salesmanship impact our everyday conversations and why the customer's not always right, how to detach yourself from the outcome. So great topics here. One of the first questions I asked Jeff is, do you think that sales is a science or an art? So text me your answer agents. I wanna hear from you before you, if you haven't listened to the episode or if you have, do you think sales is a science or an art? Text me, let me know what you think. It's a, the existential question, right? And then we go into why a good leader asks open-ended questions. He shares one of his favorite chapters from his book and gives us some spoilers. And um, one of my favorite quotes from this conversation is from Jeff. And he says, my philosophy is not using AI to replace people, but rather to use AI to upskill people. In other words, to learn the behaviors of the top performing agents or sales agents. And that's just so important because we see so much happening in the AI world and with artificial intelligence. There's so many questions about what that means. And I think that the best thing we can do is focus on how can we use AI to maximize the effectiveness of our people. So, Thanks for tuning into these. We've had some awesome guests um, to everyone that I interviewed um, this summer. Thanks so much for coming on the show. It was great to get to know each and every one of you more. Agents, um, send me a text. Let me know which episode was your favorite, what you did for vacation. Tell me if you think sales is a science or an art. And most importantly, tell me what topics you want me to cover next on the podcast. I'll give you a sneak peek of some of the content that is in the hopper um, that you can look forward to seeing soon on the show. Um, First, we're gonna talk about a work project that's been influencing an upcoming episode. I've been working with our recruiting team at Quantum. We created a new process this summer that includes interview templates and a matrix score, which I know can be super controversial. Some people love it, some people hate it. And we'll see in this upcoming episode on recruiting, some of the pros and cons of that and different ways to find the top talent for your agency. This summer, um, the education team that I'm a part of did a couple cool things that I want to share with you guys. Um, One of the things was we extended our sales training program in May, and that's always an ongoing um, learning experience for me. Sales training and um, education content is always a lot of trial and error. I want to share with you what's working, what's not working. And we launched... A leadership Academy at Quantum. And I have to give our education manager, Amanda Mapp, all the credit for this because leadership education is really her specialty. She has a um, master's in organizational development. She's been in insurance for many years. This is her baby. And she launched our Leadership Academy with a course on the DISC personality types. So, if you are a personality assessment person, tell me what kind of a, which, which assessment you use most often. For some of you, that might be the Enneagram or the Myers Briggs. For us, we're using the disc because it's simple, it's something our team can understand, but it's just so helpful in communication. And in this course, she talks about the platinum rule and how we don't just wanna treat others the way we wanna be treated. We wanna communicate with others the way they wanna be communicated with. And so we go through the four different disc types and how people process and communicate based on their their mindset, their background, and their experiences. So stay tuned to hear more on that. And then a book I'm reading right now, Story Brand by Donald Miller. I mentioned it's been a full summer. I'll be honest, it's taking me longer than usual to work my way through this book. It is so awesome, and when I finish, I definitely want to have an episode where we talk about it together. It's a classic. Many of you have probably already read this book, so if you want to join me on that podcast episode to chat about it, let me know. There's so much to learn in this classic piece about the power of simplicity in our message, and just a quick teaser alert, the way he describes in the beginning of the book how he marketed a painting business just totally hits home. It's the perfect hook. And man, I, I'm hooked. i hooked. I'm highlighting, taking notes. I can't wait to finish it. So agents, thanks for listening. So great to reconnect with you. I hope this content is a value to your agencies. And I hope that this summer has left you feeling refreshed and rechar- recharged. I'm just looking forward to what's coming next on the podcast and staying connected. I'll talk to you soon.